Welcome back, Cardboard Addicts, to another episode. Um, let's hope it's going to be a good one. I might be freezing. I don't know. Anyways, yes. we got some crazy topics. Lots of MetaZoo updates because um, it's been all over the place in the last week. And we've it's got crazy. some Paldean Fates pull rates and prices. So we'll talk about it's that. Crazy. And uh, some more Pikachu Van Gogh news. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into it, and fellas. How are uh, how have you guys been doing over the last week? I mean, have you been have you been mourning the news of MetaZoo, or have you guys been unaffected, or or what? Now, I now I have to step first, and I have to oh. say, these fellas failed to report the real news <clears throat> when that uh, episode five point five. I know Grumpy will put it right here. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You can go or link down below. Go watch it. Uh, <laughs> I told them to say what I said, and it was, woohoo! Go away. Bye. He's talking Cheer. about MetaZoom, not you guys. The, Goodbye, MetaZoom listeners. <laughs> Mike, get out of here. MetaZoom, get out of here. We won't miss you. I'm sad for the people losing their job and all that business. But in reality, pseudo, we don't have to get specifically about the MetaZoom, but like, how has your week been? It's been a rough week, but um, yeah, true. Yeah, lost a family member, but we'll be all right. Yeah, and Carl yeah. Weathers passed away today. Sadness. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, he will uh have to express our grief. Mm-hmm. Carga. Mm-hmm. That's right. his character name. And I know, I know what you did there, but I didn't really want to laugh at it because it's <laughs> a little too soon, man. It's a little too soon. He will be missed because I mean, apparently he was in those Rocky movies, yeah, and that was a big deal. Yeah, he was in Predator. They did that one. Yeah, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. That's like, man, I want those muscles, and I never got those muscles because I like onion rings. Yeah, so, specifically I, the onion rings got it. They were like cheesy uh, tots. Yeah, but it was a uh, you got down, a whole down. lot of fried foods there. Nice. I have three left. Ooh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, no, my week's been uh, whatever. It's been okay, I guess. Nothing crazy. Right, right, right. How about you, Grumpy? Same. I mean, you know, just uh, happy it's Friday. But, unfortunately, very soon it'll be Monday again, and we'll do the same thing all over. So, Uh, but yeah, I mean, at least when it's Monday, you guys will be able to see this episode and you'll definitely like it, smash the like button, share it out to all your friends and subscribe if you're new here. Right. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah make um, sure you follow us on the audio side, all of it. Um, yeah. Almost so 200 followers on, on Spotify. That's a, that's a pretty big deal for us. You yeah. know, that's a. Pretty good growth on that, and almost to a thousand subscribers on the YouTube side. So thank you guys. Thank you. You're real. You're real ones, as these kids say. Yep. Yeah, we we definitely true MVPs. So Grumpy um, wants to talk about MetaZoo. Well, I feel like the problem is me and Zen, Kasudo uh, was unavailable. We had to act quickly. Uh, it's working. Announced the news that MetaZoo was no longer. Uh, we literally just put that video up on Monday put it out when we put out our episode um and yeah it's crazy but nothing has stopped metazoo from continuing to be a dramatic shit show uh they there's been so many updates um so 
kind of just going down the list. Um, after That's they all miss about MetaZoo is thank you for the content. <laughs> um, <laughs> so post post them announcing their their shutdown, um, rumors started flying about the idea of them potentially selling, like that basically right. a, pe- a sale was pending. And uh, out of that rumor came that it was Bandai who potentially had sold it. Um, and as of reporting this, bought it? Our, sold. Our, sorry, had, had bought it. Um, as of reporting this, nothing has been confirmed. So literally, we're just reporting the rumors, uh, unfortunately. And again, that's kind of how MetaZoo operates. Um, but keep in mind, when they when they had shut down, they took down their uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, which has since some of those have since been reinstated, as far as I understand, which is where a lot of this rumor stuff kind of has come from. Um, but yeah, so Bandai supposedly had bought it or was right. in the process of buying it. Uh, then supposedly Mike was like still going to be a part of the company in that in some way, shape or form. Um, and then now also it's like, not that they had sold it, but that basically Mike was doing certain things to try to like create hype to then push it back into not being dead and stuff. So it's a lot of weird rumors going around. Um, a lot of people have reported these, so these aren't coming from us as in like, we're some insider information, uh, a good source of videos uh, that I've been following is Nick's strength in Pokemon. He had a lot of uh, insight from people that he talked to. Um, now, putting this out there, these are alleged sources he has, so take that how you will. Um, but he seems to at least be relatively um, on point with how he's pushing it in that he's calling it like rumors rather than factual things happening. So there's that. Um, but basically... One thing that has been kind of sort of happening that I've seen is um, because of all this like weird up in the air thing about it, there's like the hope that potentially someone will buy it and potentially put it back into the right path. And if that were to happen, would the prices of things go up? Would they go down? I know people have been kind of panic selling or just offloading to get some money back out of the products. Yeah, um, I want to say this. If Bandai indeed does i don't know if we're going to talk about this so i I didn't look ahead i didn't cheat but uh uh if bandai does buy i think that would be uh, a loss for them but it might be a really good thing for metazoo because their quality in cards from dragon ball to digimon to even past sets and stuff have been fantastic quality amazing and i love bandai's quality of most things except for the little weird figure like Zen bought a figure that looked like it was about to shatter if you look at it the wrong way. Um, I think Bandai made that one. But still better than Hasbro. But still, I'm like, that would be awesome. I yeah. think it would be a good thing so, for it. My only opinion on the Bandai buying it thing that I don't love is I would assume Bandai would also use its own artists. You know, right. And that's the only thing I don't like about that thought process. I, I agree, though, like a big company like that buying it would be the best for MetaZoo for sure. But on one hand, you could also kill it in a way because you would be probably not bringing on any of the artists. And I mean, they might not even want to come back anyways. You know, all right. of them might feel very shafted and like, I don't want to be a part of a MetaZoo, even if there is a, re- a reboot type of thing going on, which is fine. I mean, I think that's a fair opinion to have. And we're just speculating. We're not speaking for any of the artists. We have not spoken to any of them. So, again, just speculation. I'm um, sorry, but MetaZoo well, cryptids in the Digimon style art would be 
Well, I'm just saying, like, I actually like a lot of the art and, like, that. I Now, the quality of the cards, for sure. You were spot on that Bandai, from a quality of card, would be great. Which was my biggest know? complaint on MetaZoo. But I just would be concerned about the artwork. You know what I mean? Like, I, I yeah. like what they had. So if it changed drastically. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, you might not feel as, like, oh, I'm still into it because of this. Like, you know what I mean? It's different. Right. And that's so, if it were changed, all that. Okay. I think I think a lot of like Bandai's I mean so Bandai's cards usually come from Japan and then they get translated into English and then they come out here in English. But so I I'm assuming that the majority of their artists and stuff like that are probably Japanese artists. I, I don't know that for sure, but I, it's just an assumption, right? Yeah. Um but potentially if they were to buy MetaZoo, which is a US company, I think it would be smart for them to kind of stick with the same art style that MetaZoo had just like because that's the product that they're buying. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like at the end of the day, I think if Bandai – Bandai is such a big company that if they wanted to be like, you know what, we're just going to make a cryptid TCG, we could. Yeah, for sure. I mean because, yeah, there's no reason they could. Yeah. I mean, they don't necessarily need the MetaZoo name. Right, they could and make their, their own, own cryptids. So. Right. right, they could make their own. And if they're gonna go they with, like, yeah, <laughs> if they were gonna go with like completely different artists and and just do something completely different and like kind of make it more like a Bandai type of card game, then you're really all you're doing is buying the name, right? Yeah, because at that point you've gotten rid of everything else. So it's just I find it very odd. Like I just I don't see Bandai purchasing metazoo like i just yeah. don't it, they're they're two very very different things and i don't i don't know it just seems like weird to me it yeah. really does and and well, for so metazoo with uh hello kitty yeah but there was more to that they um there was like a connection to one of the people in uh sanrio or whatever the hell um that's what like one of the things all their collabs they did there was like a connection to somebody within metazoo so it was like a uh you know like a nepotism type of thing i'm that is probably a reach but that type of idea you know mm -hmm. what i mean like um it wasn't like you know, you know but it wasn't like hello kitty just like heard of metazoom was like that would be an awesome collab you know what i mean like it right you know so but yeah i agree i think i think bandai taking it on or whatever would be probably overall not good for either side um just based on the fact that, like you said, they probably have their, you know, their artists or whatever from, you know, potentially just over in Japan. And it's not saying that they wouldn't do a good job. It's just it would be different. It's different. Like you said, at that point, you're just buying the name and yeah. they don't need to. You know, right. they could totally just do their own thing. Um, and that's where I think if, if someone was going to buy it, it would be better off being bought by somebody that's like within the MetaZoo community. Um, and, well. You could also look at it this way because there's a lot of things like within the business world that they kind of go where you can buy this and that gives us a shoe and in this section here they've they've had a hard time buying into the actual market here you know pokemon got in magic's in but you know konami they've got you know Yu-Gi-Oh kind of in there but digimon hasn't really settled it hasn't really kind of hit the big um i mean it's there it's doing oh. well but it's not in the top i think the problem you go so above it i think the problem with um same with dragon ball well like the and this is just for like a side right. tangent real quick. Speculative. 
the um the digimon and like all that stuff the problem i think is that there's just too many like and obviously like don't you know one piece who don't don't bandai doesn't he who does Band- yeah. one piece yeah bandai I don't know. I, I'm sorry. Me, was, from a from Bandai, a basic collector, one piece. Yeah. From a basic collector standpoint, like that's the problem I have is, you know, I want to buy Pokemon product, right? I buy Pokemon product, but then I'm like, oh man, but like this other thing came out. Do I want to buy that too? And you know what I mean. And I would say I'm a relatively average collector. You know, I'm not a high high roller in any way, shape, or form. But I'm also not the poorest person. You know what I mean? So like, I'm probably right in the middle, I guess. And it's like that's the problem is like i've seen plenty of like bandai stuff or you know like the dbs stuff and digimon stuff that's come out where i'm like man i want to get that but it's like next thing you know you've paid 80 dollars for this booster box and then 80 dollars for that booster box and then 25 dollars for this collection box and so saturated yeah you know i think that's kind of the problem and it's unfortunate i mean you know because i think i think dragon ball super dragon ball z all that stuff is awesome and digimon looks cool like i want to be into it I just can't afford to be into all of it. It's the reason why, you know, I think for a while we were also gung-ho on the Kickstarter stuff. And then it's like, next thing you know, every Kickstarter, you're investing like $200. And, you know, that's yeah. $200 like every couple months plus what you're buying in Pokemon, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, and, yeah. It's just hard. And that's where I think, you know, MetaZoo was doing such a, I guess, anyway, a way, a good job with all these collabs. And they were like making you want to get these promos and stuff, but you were building such a f- weird following that was like, so collector investor based and they weren't doing anything with the game side. That's like, where I call it a smash grab, you know, well, a cash grab, you know? Yeah. And like, that's what, remember when we were all kind of speculating on like those, um, the winners of those contests, like the, um, the tournaments and stuff like the $50,000 for ours. I understand. I don't think either all of them or many of them have gotten paid. So you got big chunks of money there. You potentially owe people. Uh, I don't exactly know how that one works as far as like people being owed money. I know. And then, you know, with them shutting down, I guess they stopped taking like the, um, you know, order cancellations at this point. So you've got a bunch of people with, you know, um, pre-orders tied up, which again, I think we said this in the last video, but if you can, you know, reach out to your credit cards, hopefully you paid with credit cards, literally do not use your actual bank account for this stuff in the future for pre-orders if you can't avoid it. Because you, it's a lot harder to get your money back. But if you use credit cards, typically they're pretty good about you know getting you your money back. Um, but yeah, so a lot of people are stuck in that kind of crappy situation where you know you got scorned in a way because the company hasn't been doing what you wanted it to do, and then they just up but and isn't that the investment we all go into? I, I'm not saying I, I don't want to diminish anybody's losses. That sucks when you put your money in something you expect something that you were like, this is something I want to put into my future stuff that I like. There, I've got plenty of stuff in my background i invested in digimon invested in nostalgics i found it i want those things to succeed but the thing is is, you know we all come to that understanding that well this may not actually go through like how many times have i watched as my action figures they're like up they're changing that line or they ended that line give you a whole set well the thing is though you're still getting the product i guess so at least i would say you know like if i the MetaZoo I mean, product I have different from what MetaZoo did when they're all like, "Here's said imaginary product that's an image that we're never going to yeah. actually make. Pre-order it." Like Give people, your money. from what I understand, people that entered their uh, art contest and stuff didn't even get their rewards. Like people who won and all that kind of stuff. Um, so you you've got these things where people put in money, 
time and effort, whatever, for stuff, and they never got paid or whatever from it or rewarded or whatever. And it's like just weird stuff that, you know, the more that was coming out and, you know, most people's reactions to stuff have been the same where, you know, up until something happened to them, they didn't really believe it because you just never know with people. But then, like, they finally get, you know, uh, banned, banished from whatever, blocked, whatever the case may be. And then they're, they finally feel the wrath and, you know, all that. But, you know, it's just it's just kind of a crazy situation. I wouldn't really expect the, the way all of this drama is playing out. If I'm anybody trying to buy it, the only way you potentially get, I would say, a good, um, you know, sale and potential revival is if it's somebody just genuine from the community or like a team or whatever that can buy it and, you know, just get rid of Mike and all of his people potentially get the old artist back on board with it and kind of take, you know, like a mutiny basically almost. If you could take this right. entity from the bad rulers, kick them out and then write the path. You know what I mean? That's pretty this much the only way I see it happening. Yeah. That shows succession or whatever mm -hmm. that is, you know, it's all business, political drama. It's just, I can they take it from Mike? Cause I thought Mike was, I don't think so. I mean, I assume he owns the name stuff. I, I, I'm way above my realm of knowledge. So, right. you know, I, you know, could sound like a complete doofus here and that's fine, but I don't think so. You know, like, I don't think it's, I think because he, you know, he I made an IP and stuff. There's like some sort of levels of ownership and stuff. Now, I think he could be bought out slash step away. I just don't know if he's going to, you know, he kind of no, kind of has that dictatorship about him. Right. Well, he's, I mean, it's clearly, he's definitely got that mentality. He uh, wants control of everything. And I think this also might be a control tactic. If, if the re knee jerk reaction of everything that is going on, he maybe yeah. this is just to generate that you know, again. Think about right. that uh, that TCG um, Titan. Remember uh, when the creator their creator name happened to be Mike as well, um, and he unfortunately passed. I think they kind of got caught in a similar situation of like not not the same obviously, but like just because he passed didn't mean they could just take over everything and like keep going you know there's like weird right, things right. about it and you know i could be wrong on that too i just kind of the way they put some of the information out there i know a lot of money was also tied up and stuff and they couldn't get access to that but like they also couldn't just take the entity far as i understood they couldn't just like just pick up and move on it was weird and i you know i don't know enough about all the legalities of that and maybe they didn't care enough in the you know to maybe fight some of the legal battles that might have ensued i don't know right but i with mike waddell still being alive and well as far as i understand i know he's probably not going to just willingly let go of this maybe without a large sum of money and i don't know that anyone's willing to put that out there because also like i said i know they're in debt in some ways like they owe people money so i don't know if that comes with the entity as well you know, like if you buy the name Mezu, you also like accrue the debt. I don't know. Right. right. See, that's where somebody like Bandai would be able to step in because they could accrue it or well, at least cover that debt based on what it was purchased and then cover what they need to. Because but that's the thing. Like, like, okay. But, well, I was going to say that's the thing, though. If you're Bandai, do you have any interest, though? Like you're basically buying a sinking ship. Or a sunk right. ship, I guess. That's really. the other side of it is like if it's enough of an investment, because there's obviously a base there. Yeah. I mean, let's what was it in here. Um, I really think it depends on it's gonna depend mostly on like, you know, how much debt is there and also do they see an upside as far as like bringing back the community for MetaZoo, you know what I mean? That, like 
That's where I think the best would be somebody within the community. Like if there's somebody right. that has the money and the vision and kind of the guidance, if you will, to like, you know, kind of get things going. I, I know it's probably not an easy task, but I'm just saying like if you had money and the proper guidance on stuff, like if I mean, there's a you, fan base there, they have 36 and a half K sitting on their still active. Yeah. Instagram. Discord. Oh, oh, see, yeah, the, the that's the weird thing. Some of that stuff came back. But anyways, like. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's definitely a fan base there, and I, mm -hmm. I would imagine even potentially the three of us, the the four of us, if you include Ren, because I've talked to him about the situation. If new ownership came in, and it was like a legitimate, we're building a community outside of people that are trying to be weirdos and and negative Nancy type people and all that kind of stuff. We pretty much accept everyone. We're very into like taking feedback when we can and criticism and all that kind of stuff. I think, you know, it, most of us like the art enough, you know, that we might actually be okay with buying it again, you know? Um, and I'm not saying that's a hundred percent fact. And, you know, there could be changes that we don't like about something, whatever, but just if they kept the similar style and, you know, like I said, open to feedback and criticism and weren't jerks like previous yeah. management, you know, I'd be down to go back to buying some of their stuff, you know, I, I would, I would, uh, I would be a skeptic just because, I don't know what they're going to do as far as like, for example, if I mean, if they're going to keep the art the same or if they're going to be like, you know, the quality of the cards, what's going to happen with that? Yeah, and yeah, for all sure. Those different things, right? So like I would probably wait and see what happens when it first comes out again, if it does, right? And then I would kind of like kind of figure out where things are at. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. I'm not saying just like dive in head first, but right. yeah, yeah, you know, like that idea that like if things seem honky-dory, you're cool about it you'd you know probably dive in slow for sure you know maybe yeah, buy a few yeah. packs you know whatever they have product wise right. um but like literally like if you told me they were reviving it and mike waddell is a part of the company i'm not buying it like right. i'm just i'm not going to i i do not trust him at all yeah no, he would have to he would have to be completely ousted like i would not and, oh and that's one of the things i heard Lynch um, would pull their sponsorship on this one I, I, it's it's that serious <laughs> the um the one of the other rumors I had heard was that Mike was being kicked out of the company or whatever via the board of directors or whatever, however that works. I, you know, that's big business talk that I don't know anything about, but basically he was being forced out. And supposedly there's people that have DMs with him. And again, this is all supposedly because again, things can be faked. Also, mm -hmm. nobody knows for sure that it's Mike on the other side of these accounts because it's just because it says MetaZoo, you know. Right. Um, but basically, he he was chatting with some people, saying something along the lines of, like, no, I wasn't kicked out or anything. The board is all, you know, everything's okay. We're just closing shop. But people have said that they think he was being forced out and kind of did a, um, you know, taking the ship down with me type of deal and announcing the closure. I'm going to burn this down! It's, it's weird <laughs> because, like, we reported last time, when they did the, uh, the shutdown... If you go to their uh, their Discord, their announcement channel is down. Like there is no more announcement channel, so that announcement doesn't exist anymore. Right. And like I said, some of the accounts are coming back, so it's kind of this weird thing. Like, their... what is happening? Um, Let me see if I can join their Discord. Well, the thing is, there's nowhere to chat. So all they have is they have a um, important things, which then opens to rules, order, inquire, reaction, role, MetaZoo socials. Um, meta you 
and then important links, FAQ channel, and then study material for the metazoologist corner. So there's mm -hmm. no like, you can't chat, you can't do anything, you can't, you know, and which is, I mean, that's fine. It makes sense if you were shutting down. Why would you need a chat place? Right. Um, but you also took down your announcement page for that. So like you took away the announcement that you were shutting down. So there's just a lot of weird things. But again, it goes back, in my opinion, to MetaZoo being a very drama-filled um, IP or whatever. So yeah, in that sense, it just kind of fits that they would be this way even when dying, I guess. So okay. it's just very weird. Um, yeah. So I'm sure we'll have more news to report in the next episode as well, because I'm sure in the next week more things will come out. Right. Um, and, you know, maybe it'll be happy news. Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's just a weird situation overall um and a lot of uncertainties because again these are all also like things on the internet so like even if you're talking to mike waddell or talking to a metazoo person you don't really know you are i mean unless you know unless you know for sure it's like their specific account or you have their number or something but mm -hmm. i think most of this is just people that message the like the discord server or whatever and got re you know replies and stuff and it's just like you don't know for sure that that's mike you know, right, so right, right. until we get confirmations or some sort of like video put out or something, yeah, we won't know. Right. I mean, it's clear there's obviously a presence that, you know, because or does want this to exist. So here's hoping that they can get it going because we don't want to see something fail. We just want it to be run better and be better. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think like we've said before, they have um, obviously, I mean, it's a unique take on an idea because cryptids are not new. Um, they have a unique take on cryptids <clears throat> and the art was awesome. The artists were awesome. There was like a really cool vibe amongst all that stuff. It's just the, the leadership, the, the ownership, if you will, was just terrible. Yeah. And, um, and even we turned a blind eye for like parts of our like initial being into it and stuff, because we just were kind of like, Oh, that's strange. Like, why would that happen? And all that we, I mean, no comment on you, Sudan. No comment because I don't want to. I didn't know about all the inner stuff because I didn't get involved in that. My critique originally was all about the quality, right? I but, care for the quality, the texture, and everything on the cards, but you know, I didn't just, have a problem with the artists because the artists were awesome when we had them on. Yeah, the podcast. I mean, yeah, you figure we had um, Chris and uh, well, Lily and Lily on, and I, I know we were going to try to have others on. I don't know that we ever really tried to reach out to any, but. You know, would have been cool to have a lot more of them on. And it's just, you know, I think a lot of them got scorned and stuff too. And, you know, that's never good business and mm -hmm. all that. So hopefully they can, you know, pick up on other stuff. I know some of them have so actually Bandai, created new, new, uh, if you want things. us to give us the exclusive, let us know. Bandai, we're here. Yeah. Yeah. Reach out to us, Bandai. We'd love to have you on. Links down Bandai. below. Um, reach out yeah. to Grumpy. His DMs are open 24 7. <sighs> or the Cardboard Axe podcast. Yeah, um, too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's you know that's all I really have. I don't know if you guys had any closing uh, pieces you wanted to say about the MetaZoo news or no, rumors. I, really. I think not. I think we pretty much beat that dead horse um, until the next piece of you know rumor or news until the out. next episode of Dragon Ball yeah. Z. Yeah, yeah. Until this is released and then it's all been resolved and or uh, the drama's gotten worse. Yeah. You know, so leave us a comment with what you think is going to happen yeah. and your opinion. Let us give stuff. us an update down below. Yeah, update us as if we're you wrong have the tea. Yeah, if you the have tea. the tea, give us the tea. I have a question for you about uh, Lorcana, right? So, okay, go ahead. Because I know you've been following that a little more. Are the, rooster, 
are the booster boxes for that the new set? I guess what is it? The Rise of the Floodborne or whatever the, the set that's out or the set that's about to release? The set that's out. The, yeah, Rise, uh, of, the Rise of the Floodborne. Mm-hmm. Is that is that like back to like normal prices or is that still like super? That super- one never really got too high. So okay. when they first initially released, people were doing those like pre-order prices that were like a little bit higher. But the whole time, the company had been doing like a you know we're not going to let it get scalped. Right. And uh, they've done so many staggered releases at this point that I think you can actually get it slightly under MSRP. Yeah, um, I was curious because I've seen it for like 120 in a couple places. And I was like, that doesn't that, seem too bad. The only thing I would be careful, and obviously you're not new to this, but just for anyone yeah, listening. Yeah. Um, there has been issues because of the way the boxes are designed um, that you know people have been able to do shady things. So just make sure if you're buying... Right. You know, anything, no, I'm talking about, I'm talking price. about like reasonable sellers. I'm talking about yeah, 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 yeah. So just you know, for those of you listening, watching, use people that you know don't scalp and stuff like that and do weird stuff because you don't want to get a crappy box. Um, yeah. yeah, no, and I think going forward, uh, honestly, yeah. even even the first set you might be able to get for about MSRP. I know I got I got mine for MSRP, but uh, they had done that uh, that restock or whatever. Gotcha. Um, but from what I gather, they're supposed to basically just be focusing on printing more of their old stuff and also the new stuff. So you're not probably for the next, it'll probably be like in two sets, I would say, like not this upcoming one, which is into the Inklings. The next one after you'll probably basically be like, oh, I don't need to worry about um, like paying MSRP even like, you know, you could probably find a better deal online, which will be cool. But, you know, we'll see. Um, But that's what I noticed. uh, Even now, like the there's pre-order prices up. um, for into the Inklands and like uh one store I saw had the booster boxes for like 140 so like just a hair under and then you could I think there's three new decks and the three decks you could get for about 40 bucks mm-hmm. and they're like 16 or 17 dollars MSRP so you're right. you know saving a little bit of money there um but you know again it's as as it gets released and more waves and all that kind of stuff you might be able to get them cheaper and cheaper which would be cool Nice. Um, the game's pretty easy to play, so you know if you all get into it, that'll be cool. Is Inklands still being kind of revealed, or have they given us everything on that? <clears throat> I don't think so, because that one's not supposed to release for about another month. So they're and they're kind of weird with their releases. Like they'll release bits and pieces here and there, like on, on like streams and stuff, from what I gather. Um, but yeah, it's one of those. Um, I don't even know if the full set is out for like the um, uh, what are they called? The uh, starter decks. Mm-hmm. Which the starter decks, as far as I understand, are just cards from the regular set too. So, right, kind of interesting. That's kind of how Pokemon is too, but they have maybe one or two like special cards in there that you can yeah, only like get promo esque ones. Yeah. yeah, it just seems really odd that like I mean my Instagram also varies and my Twitter varies depending on what I like because it's very very fluid and I don't like that. But uh, <laughs> like show me everything that I wanted like, but not just the thing that I'm liking the most, but um, it was showing me a lot of like the different reveals and stuff like that. And then it seemed like they went quiet and I haven't seen a whole lot on Lorcana. Yeah. So they have, um, they have their Twitter and like, this is kind of what it looks like. So I've got it pulled up now. And this is the only thing I don't like is, you know, like this was January 31st and they just showed this card and it's like, it's a cool card. And in the sense of like, it's, you know, it's cool to see it and all that. But it's not like a special art or anything. Like it's not like an enchanted rare, or anything right. like that. Um, right. And they they just kind of do things very you know slowly. 
Um, Which just seemed really odd that yeah. I don't know. It could, and it also could be just how the, 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 the evil algorithms that are for all different social medias. It may just be like, dude, you didn't like enough of Lorcan. I'm not going to show you. And it just yeah. like seemed odd. Like for a while there, when it was like all the reprints and stuff that was coming out, the Floodborne came out, and I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you I know, mean, this is a uh... bunch of that stuff. Wow. Coming set and stuff, which is funny. That's like a lore ball, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Kind of, kind of interesting. I've never actually watched one of these, so this is a first. Interesting. We're gonna get a uh, copyright stroked. <laughs> I want to get stroked. That's Tinkerbell. I don't. It's kind of weird. It's very kind of basic, I guess. It's Atlantis or. Uh... <clears throat> Was it Atlans, Triton? Who's, who's Merm? Ariel's father's Poseidon? name? Is it Poseidon? I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. You know, it's freezing up, right? Oh, is it? It keeps freezing up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, there. That was glitchy on its own. Anyways, yeah. So that's their art style. They've got um, they've got their own version, like Pokemon puts out, and they've just right. been, you know, showcasing these different cards you know it's i i don't want to say it like this because it sounds messed up it's nothing special but like that's i think because they don't do a wide variety of like art differences and stuff so it's kind of right. you know you're just almost getting just like still shots from different scenes of stuff that right. they did so it's kind of bland in my opinion the game is just fun and i think yeah. you know it's one of those i i'd imagine you know being it's disney and all that they're going to build upon it it'll be you know sure. Kind of a mainstay, but we'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah. So talking about prices, though, uh, I know that uh, pull rates and prices for Paldeo Fates came out. Yeah. So we've got, and this is actually cool here. This one showcases um, the English with the Japanese. Mm -hmm. um, so this is as of February 1st. We're a day late. Prices could have changed a little bit, but by the time you see it, it'll be like three more days late. So it might have right. changed a little bit. Sure. Um, so seeing the, uh, the up, uh, upper ones is uh, English. The lower ones are Japanese. So it's interesting. Obviously, like the Charizard and the Mew, and for whatever reason, the Gardevoir are in that. Right. right. Uh, but the Iono is a huge shift in Japanese. Yeah. Um. So it was initially about two eighty. I think it was actually up to like five hundred when the set Shiny Treasures had first released. Now it's down to about one ninety. Um. But the most expensive card in the English side, of course, is the Charizard. Um. And it's down to about also one eighty, one ninety. Right. Um, then goes the Mew at about 118, it says. Gardevoir, 69. Love that number. Uh, Iono, 67. And then Pikachu, all the way down to 30. So it's kind of crazy that the English prices are drastically lower. Yeah, and, they're, they're almost being, like, cut in half, almost. And what's wild to me is, like, Shiny Treasures, I mean, it's a cool set and everything. And I know that, like, I guess comparatively, the reason it's a little bit harder to, uh, to uh, pull these and all that kind of stuff is, like, you only get 10 packs in a box and there's the set is still like 300 cards. So right, right. You know, how are you, how are you going to do it? But you can get these boxes on eBay for like 60 bucks. Yeah. Like I, that's, what's wild to me is kind of like almost again, especially, especially this, the Iono it's like, it's being kind of shilled or still getting that massive waifu tax. Right. But like, it's what, it's just weird because like, to me, I, I mean, I think the Iono card is cool. I don't have a problem with it. But, like, out of the trainers, it's not the coolest, in my opinion. I think the Clive is better because it's got all of them, you know, all the trainers pretty much from the um, the new game. 
like in it like you know the steam the team yeah. star and all that kind of stuff is in there i mean but, i really like the iono uh art i think it's actually really nice um but yeah i, I could see what you're saying like the clive is is a little it has like all the trainers yeah. but i think that style it's, of art to me is like not cheap I mean, it does not appeal to me quite as much and 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 i get it i'm not like i get that it's a little bit more um you know uh niche if you will yeah uh, but i would think then in my opinion the penny and the nimona um are a little bit cooler too you know i, I, I really like the nimona i think that one looks really cool with the you know pokeball being thrown it kind of throw uh, gives me those like vibes with uh what was it the uh there was <clears throat> one of the previous sets where they had one of the the trainers that was throwing the pokeball and it was like in your face i forgot which one it was i can't but remember but but i i just like that the vibe you know i like and the aesthetic i like i like that both of them the ball is perfectly you know like centered and straight and all that stuff even though she's throwing hers you know yeah and like weirdly enough the way penny is holding hers is like backwards behind her hand um, but seeing these you know side by side you can see it. it's kind of cool um but it's just i don't know like the pricing for japanese is weird but then like on top of that it's just funny like such a massive price difference for iono compared to penny like penny is about 50 dollars, 58 you know 60 bucks this is almost 200 still it's like jesus christ why um but yeah what are you gonna do some Japanese prices for you. Not by right. me. Um, now, I don't actually have pull rates up. Um, wow, that mimic you everybody gave me crap for is like so valuable. I mean, stretch. Look at how amazing that mimic you card is doing. I'm curious though, like, because, you know, Pow Day and Fates is only about a week old. If there's going to be. Um, you know, after say another uh, couple weeks, will the shiny ones uh, drop? You know, like are we going to see a massive drop in that case? Um, I'd be happy to see that. Um, you know, if that would happen, because uh, I'd be able to afford more. Uh, so we've got some pull rates here. This is uh, for the TCG player side of things, right? Uh, so we got the golden, you know, the hyper rares, um, the Maridon and the Chen Pao. Um, says, I guess any hyper rare is about one in 62 packs. Specific ones kind of is like one in 72. I don't really know what that means, right? Why any is one in 62. I, I don't know. Um, I guess when you're so, I think what I think what they're saying is, um, the normal, like the hyper rares in general are one in 62, yeah, but, that, but this specific one is one in. 372 so like um basically it's like normally this is how this is the rate for a hyper rare this one is specifically one yeah 372 yeah uh then you got your sirs that says any right. of them is about one in 58 um specifically one in 465 so these are even harder to pull hmm. your irs are just regular illustration rares uh any is one in 14 specific is one in 42 now i'd imagine there's a little bit more of these also right because right. um, that's the other thing you gotta remember these sets are still massive it's like yep. 330 cards or something right so you know Harder, you know, I, I would have thought this would have been a little bit harder, these hyper rares, because I feel like there's less of these. Right. But I don't know. I don't actually know the numbers off the top of my head. Um, your ultra rares. So these are like your full art trainers, I guess, and such. 
mm-hmm. uh, one in 15, and then specific ones are one in 76. Um, your shiny ultra rares are uh, these probably also include, I guess, the ultra rare Pokemon as well. Um, your shiny ultra rares are one in 13 or one in 155, uh, which I could speak on that. I mean, I, I've opened two ETBs worth and I pulled two of these. I actually pulled uh, this Pidgeot and then the um, uh, what the hell is the other one? Esparfa or Espathra. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, but then the, uh, your shiny rares, your baby shinies one and four, um, yeah. and then specifically one and four and 72. Now that's funny because I know there's a lot more of these, but obviously yeah. I guess because of that, the, you know, the pool you're pulling from is a lot higher. Yeah. Um, and then chance of opening at least one, uh, hyper rare SIR, IR, whatever is about 44%, which probably makes sense. I mean, almost like half of them, uh, are these. So kind of makes sense. Um, I wouldn't say any of these are that bad. It's, you know, obviously the specific ones people want, I could see why there's a, a bit of a price point, you know, going back to this, um, you know, I'm probably never going to get this card at this rate. See, the thing is, is you, you really look at it like the pull rates, right? You look at the pull rates versus how much the card itself costs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not even worth trying to pull it. Yeah. I mean, the only hard part, because I've thought that same way, and that's kind of what I've been doing, honestly, for the last few sets, really. Like, I might I mean, open... Think about, think about, think about it this way. So, like, $180, right? Uh-huh. What, what can you get for $180? You're getting a booster box and... Well, not of this. Oh, yeah, because these don't have the right, right. So so that makes it even ETVs, worse. Yeah, yeah, so that makes it even worse. You got to get ETBs. The ETBs are what, 60 bucks, 70 <sighs> bucks now? You can get them. Uh, you can get the regular ones on on like a decent price point of like like ones 40. are f- ten dollars off at GameStop this weekend. Yeah, there you go. But they charge you like I think fifty five or sixty bucks for theirs, so you're really not getting a huge savings with that. But so, if you have their membership, you also get a five dollar credit every month. So basically, uh, savings. Well, the collector store has them for forty dollars. So. <laughs> Let's just say you got them for $40, though. All right. That's so, still, you know, so, what? Only like six of them? Not even? I mean, honestly, if you got them for $40, you're basically talking about getting four for 160 and then maybe you can get something else for 20 bucks. But, I mean, do you really? I mean, like, what are the chances of you actually pulling Yeah, I mean, you out? figure, even if you had six ETBs, I think there's, what, nine packs? So that it's only 54 total packs. Yeah. And your so, chance, you know, going back chance, to the pull rates, it's not, you know. it's not even worth it to be honest with you. Like, I mean, I, I get, and, and I know because I love opening packs, right? So opening packs, I've always wanted to pull stuff. I don't find the same satisfaction in purchasing a card than pulling it. But if you really look at how much it costs to pull what the card that you want, <clears throat> it's really not worth it. No, and you know when you think about it, uh, as as a Charizard fan, right? I'm always kind of shafted in this way that they yeah. put more than one Charizard, and always sure. one of them is a bigger, you know, price point and stuff. But let's just say this price right here. If I was like, all right, I'm gonna buy the English Charizard, 180 bucks. Um, let's say I even found it for a deal, 150 dollars. I don't. I mean, outside of probably wanting also like the Charmander and Charmeleon, just for the sake of kind of wanting the whole set at that point, you know. 
I, you know, and that's, I don't know what the Charmeleon's going for. Charmander, these are just the top 10 cards. So the Charmander is yeah. about 17. We'll just call it $20. You're talking yeah. about easily spending about $200 between the three of them. And I think there's what, another Charizard or two in this set. Mm-hmm. Probably totally about 250 for just a handful of cards. Obviously, sure, I could pull them. Uh, but I'm probably not going to. Because, you know, like you said, in a way, if I wanted to guarantee my happiness, it cost me, you know, 200, 250 bucks. Yeah. Or if I was like hell bent on trying to pull it, I could spend that $250 and then still be sad. So, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You'd still be sad. And then on top of that, if you're like going, okay, well, I want to get, you know, I want this Charizard, I want the, the Charmander, I want the Charmeleon, I want the other two Charizards, right? right. What are the chances that you are going to pull all those five or right. six cards? in like anything that you're going to open. I mean, you would have to literally open an entire store worth of yeah. And, and that's the funny thing too, is like, I, you know, I only opened the two ETBs, but I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken, the Pokemon center ones come with what, like nine or 10 packs now or whatever. Mm-hmm. I haven't pulled any of these top 10 cards. Yeah. They come know? with less packs than, well, no, wait, I think the standard ETB comes with eight. Never mind. Shut up. Sudan. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I don't have any of those. Right. Um, and now, I know Ren opened um, whatever he's opened. I, I know it's a, a handful of product, and he's pulled, I think, these two right here. Yeah. Um, or actually, maybe I know the Pikachu, I think, is in it too. So it's, I'm pretty, I know he pulled the Mew, and I know he pulled the Pikachu. Yeah. Um, purely by luck, obviously. It's not like, you know, he can guarantee right. he's going to pull anything, and I can guarantee I'm not going to, but, you know. I can guarantee I'll pull it something. The the problem for me, obviously, send that me I have your, is, send me your packs. I'll pull stuff. <laughs> The problem for me that I will always have is obviously I want the Charizards and right. you know they're always going to be costly from a You can have the Charizards. I don't want the Charizards. Just send me the rest of your packs. I'll keep everything else. Oh yeah. yeah. Um you can have the Charizards. It is it's still funny though just looking at these uh the Japanese prices. Swear. It's it's funny that like the you know the trainers are staggeringly less mm-hmm. outside of the Iono, you know. Like it almost makes me interested in trying to pick up some of these as the prices dip. Yeah. Cause it's like, these are awesome cards. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's not like they suck. Right. <laughs> like, the, the mimic you came in with the ETB, right? That was what was. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier. For the right. English side. Okay. So that still feels like that would be a little bit higher in a price. I'm a little surprised by as, that too. I mean, it's, it is a good art. It's got a lot of colorful, it, these guys like to paint me in a bad light. You said it sucked. But, yeah. Those are your words. I didn't say it sucked. You I said, get, and I, I quote, I hope they erase Mimikyu from Pokemon's existence. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you just said you didn't really like it as much. Um, no, I'm just tired of them using it. non-same generation Pokemon in advertisement. Yeah. If you're in Generation 9, put Generation 9 Pokemon on it. I'll give you that. That's definitely fair. That's, That's fair. my whole argument. You guys went, you don't shoot on hate freaking <laughs> mimic you. Shoot on hate Pokemon. Look, shoot on hate. That's basically what you said, though. It's just Crack. more fun. It's more fun to do that. Yeah, you're more fun to do that, Mister. Um, let's see. I want to see if there's. You got rid of your uh, eyebrow. What happened to your image? Yeah, I, don't know. I felt like getting rid of it. I want to see nice. where's the uh, pricing. So you can see the waves of my voice when I speak. That makes it seem more real. So now we can see. Now this is this is uh, TCG players uh, pricing. So yeah. Charizard still, and this is for how they and fates it. So not including the Japanese. 
Yeah. Um, so following suit, you've got Charizard, Mew, Gardevoir, Iono, Pikachu. Now the pricing is, you know, about kind of what we saw, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest jump is Arvin wasn't on the list. Oh no, he was. Okay. Arvin was on the list. Yeah. It was cheap. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. $17. Yeah. Um, so there's Charmeleon, 15 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you could get all of them for pretty cheap. Now I know there's another Charizard in here. Um, somewhere. This set is just so enormous that, like, for me, it's just like I don't. It's almost it's overwhelming. overwhelming. It's overwhelming to the point where I am happily not gonna buy any product. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, I haven't. I, I mean, honestly, I haven't been buying product. But like, if I was still buying, I probably wouldn't. Like, because there's just certain like shiny Pokemon that I would want to buy, and they're probably gonna be super cheap. Uh, you know, there's per Just certain fine. like um, trainers, like you said, that I would buy the trainers maybe, um, but I don't really want the whole set. Yeah, it's it's very hard to, um, in my opinion, like no knock to people that want to obviously spend the money to try to open as much possible and all that kind of stuff. Like, obviously, do whatever you want. I mean, I don't you know, I'm not going to judge you for it. It's just it's crazy. Because I think everyone and their mom has pretty much complained about the fact that these sets are just getting so much larger and larger. Five dollars for this yeah. Charizard, yeah, and they was, don't really my stop. My mom was complaining about how huge these sets were. She's like, "Man, three hundred plus cards—that's just too many Pokemon cards." Yeah. I'm like, "You know, right, mom?" Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I feel, and also, I feel like she should uh, be on the podcast as a guest one time. Yeah, is there oh, one God, that would be also for me? <laughs> For me, then I know this is like probably a hot take, but for me, I just do not like the new Pokemon. Like, I don't care about the Paldean Pokemon very much. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a few of them that are cool, and then the rest are just like meh. I, I have to say, Fue Coco is the Pokemon I picked. I I, I, I am really enjoying his uh, blank stare at everything. Yeah, he's basically just a dog. Yeah, it's it um, reminds me. It, it, yeah, it's it's pretty silly. So, but that's just I haven't gotten very far into it. I I still like I said I dig the idea that um, you know the new Pokemon are what they are. I don't mind them at all. Um, and I I haven't done the game enough justice to really have a, a strong opinion one way or the other. So I'll say that. But um, yeah, I just I, it sucks that like. They they uh, kind of litter the the sets just so much with also trying to like create the hype and FOMO whatever. So like there's two Charizards in this set. If you want to put one in there, I guess fine, right? Um, you don't need two though. And at that point, it's just kind of like overdoing it because you figure between all the sets and just the Scarlet Violet era, like you've had there was what four or five in Obsidian Flames. One fifty one had three. Um, and now, now this one has two. So you're talking about almost 10 out of the first, like four sets, five sets that they've put out. And it's just like, where's the Blastoise? You know, they had that in 151, but like, you know, then where's the Johto Pokemon, like the Johto starters and stuff. Like we say every generation, it's just kind of wild that they are just kind of like, we hear you, but we don't care. You know, <laughs> like they just don't care at all and it's a little bit upsetting in a way and that's speaking as a charizard fan like i've said this many times i like i love charizard i love seeing the cards and the artworks and stuff it's just at the same time i can't justify obviously buying them all outright 
So, you know, what do you do at that point? You know, you can't, I mean, I guess I could spend all my money on it, but right. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, and the thing is, is you, they should be, you know, budgetable, you know, you should be able to, it, it, it I get it. It's there should be certain things that may be the harder to get type situations like the one ring to rule them all. And no, none of us are going to have the post Malone money and be able to get something like that or, you know, the illustrator rares and stuff like that. But then there be these sets are supposed to be collectible in an entirety, you know, and the fact is that the collectors, the so hall heroes of the, of the, of the community are the ones, and yes, we're collectors, but we're actually real fans. We really do like Pokemon. We that's why we have this stuff everywhere. You know, we, we actually care about it for the most part. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's they've overblown it so far because gotta make that buck. Gotta make yeah. that buck. And Pokemon, I I can't say why the sets are getting bigger other than they want to get that buck. <sighs> Yeah, and that's the thing with like the subsets. It's I always I don't know. Like looking back, the more I look at subsets, the more I'm like, why don't they make them a lot smaller and like somewhat easier to fill? That's why I got in Detective Pikachu because it was attainable. It's yeah. all it's all money, and that's why I liked the 151 a little bit more. I mean, they it was still a big, actually that was still a big set. Um, what was the other the previous one the 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 special set that had the Collect, uh, or, uh, they've only done two this era, haven't they? Well, the one before no, the previous, it was uh, the previous era, Crown uh, Zenith. No, it was a, it was a that small one. Set. It was a special set, the small one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, celebrations. Yeah, celebrations. Yeah, it was a C word. I wanted I to see. Yeah, I couldn't think of the name. Yeah, like celebrations. So I like that one, and I completed the set in multiple languages and stuff like that. But it was a small set, and I was able to enjoy, like you know, getting all the cards and all that stuff. But like. The problem is that now you've got these 300, 400 card sets, and it's like, I know what Pokemon is doing. It's like, as like Sudan said, they're trying to make money. And how are they trying to make money? Well, they've got people that are like, well, I want to pull this card. And so they'll buy countless ETBs and countless this product and that product and this product so that they can pull the cards that they want. And and Pokemon knows that. I mean, they they it's like... It's designed to make the pull rates worse in order for you to spend more money. That's just what it is. Yeah, there's I no, mean... There's no other reason for it. I, Yeah, I definitely... I understand also being a business, you know, I mean, your job is to make money and all that kind of stuff. I just wish, at least for the subsets, you know what I mean? I, I Like, I, I'm okay with making it, like, one or two top pull cards, like, you know, if it's a Charizard, if it's a special trainer, whatever... And honestly, I mean, this set, like, is kind of designed that way. It's just also massive. So, like, even if you were like, oh, I'll buy the first cheapest 100 cards, you know, they might be under a dollar, but, like, that's still going to be close to $100 with 200 more cards to go, you know? And, like, that's kind of the problem I have is this, like, just as a subset, you're getting to be massive. Why? You know? It's just kind of crazy um that they've kind of kept that and like i said also driving you know the charizard's been in both of their subsets so far technically it was in the last one with crown zenith 2 for that one 
And, you know, it's just kind of gets ridiculous. I was going to look up the the well, card list. The way I, I like, see yeah. it, and, and it's one of the things that really, like, drove me to just stop buying cards, like, in general, is just the fact that it's it's an addictive it's an addictive thing where you're like, you, you know, you're buying all this stuff. You, you get the rush from purchasing the stuff and then you get it and then you're opening the packs and you're opening the product and you get addicted to that. Mm. And I, I feel like, you know, Pokemon knows that that's the fact. Right. And so it's kind of like a predatory type of business <laughs> model. If you really think about it, because it's, it's, it really is like gambling, right? So it's gambling. Oh, no. And, and, and then you've got, you know, they're just making the sets so much bigger for that very specific reason. So that's the way I see it. And I'm just like, I don't really want to deal with wanting to pull cards in a set that that's, that's so big. I, right. really I mean, and, and, you know, that's the funny thing though, is like, then people crap on the other Scarlet and Violet sets that don't have like the well, you know, Charizards and whatever. And it's funny. Cause I mean, like, I got to say this. I've liked that in this era and the last, you know, even um, the last bit of uh, Sword and Shield and stuff, they brought in the art rares and the illustrator rares and all that kind of stuff and like really have been hyping that up. And I think that's awesome. I think, you know, doing it for the trainers especially is cool because it just puts different light for those. Obviously, I understand it also creates, you know, more market drive and all that. But yeah. You know, it's cool to see the art. I love that. I love that aspect and that most of their art rares are also for Pokemon that are, you know, again, lesser. It's not like they're just constantly doing like fan favorites where you're like, oh, obviously they're going to get the one. Because, you know, the art rares are, again, like a full art. So you get a whole lot more art to show off. So if you do get, you know, a chance to show off lesser Pokemon, you yeah. get a lot more to work with. It's not just a tiny little frame, you know. And so that's cool. It's just like... I don't I don't I don't fully agree with the idea that the previous other sets without Charizards and stuff have sucked. I just also don't love that the sets are so massive and then for the ones that don't suck, quote unquote, you know, the Charizard filled sets, it's like they're also just insanely massive. You know what I mean? Like right. you're just the chances of pulling those Charizards is hard, you know, high or low, you know, it's a lot harder you to pull to them be, and prices have gone up for everything. The sets have gotten larger, and as you can, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could probably go back to look at like before this whole boom, or as this boom and this big jump in the popularity of Pokemon, you could probably see like that's where they're like put more in, put more in, put more, in, make them bigger, well, make been, them bigger. We've been doing this podcast for what four years now, almost. We're in the fourth year, yeah, and we've literally been talking about this since the very beginning, because, mm. and and back when we started talking about it, the sets were like. 200 to 250 and now we're at the like almost 400 range i mean like right and they've 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 fucking doubled in size it's ridiculous they've doubled in size the product has gotten smaller think about it when we used to get mm -hmm. the the jumbo card sets and the box sets they would come with you know five to six packs you know yeah, you would actually yeah, yeah. get it and then the promos and the jumbos now they may get one pack less etps right. one plat pack less i mean stuff is they're like they're giving us less they might as well give us five you know one card less in the packs you know watch that'll be the next nine cards <laughs> plus this you know it's it's ridiculous is See, they're actually and we, we're sitting here whining about it you know yeah we're ooh, too big but it's also 
making us less want to collect because yeah. then we're going to get more picky and choosy and that's going to just push back into a weird situation. I don't know how that'll affect it, but honestly, it's made me picky and choosy. I'm ready to open all of this and just get rid of it all. Yeah. So I, I just I won't I will not be buying product until it's another small set like celebrations, for example. And then I'll be like, oh, okay, if it's a cool looking set, I might pick that up um, and try to you know like complete the set. Um, but that one it was special because it was like very nostalgic and all that stuff for me. So true. Yeah. Um, so I was just curious going back and looking, right? And uh, like Unbroken Bonds says it's only 214 cards plus 21 secrets. Now, I think this is a Poke Collector, so I think they're a little off because you know you have like the regular rare art, um, hollow, like that sort of thing that throws things for a loop. Um, because I know like Hidden Fate says it's only 68. And it's like I'm. I know that's a lie because I know like the Lapras has got a uh, a hollow and and uh, uh, a reverse hollow and all that. So I know it's larger in that sense. That's like the more true master card list. But from an art specific, I guess is kind of how they're listing this. So that's sixty eight for that one. Cosmic Eclipse is about two thirty six plus thirty five secret. Um, but then jumping into like Scarlet. Violet's card list. The Scarlet and Violet base set was 198 plus 60. Um, so I guess that's not terrible. Um, what was it? Well, the sets do start off at like under 200. I think even Sun was Sun and Moon's base set. Uh, or did you just say Sun and Moon's base set? And I was no, just... I said Scarlet Violet. Um, Paldea Evolve was 193 plus 86. Um, so you know. Getting a little larger, I guess. Obsidian Flames uh, card list. <sighs> what the hell? I'm trying to find all the same listings. 197 plus 33. I mean, but then it's just wild to me. Why Why is uh, Paldean Fates card list just so massive in comparison? Because it's like... Well, see, that's where that's where this is. I know this is a little bit off. Poke Lecter is a little bit off in this because it says it's 91 plus 154 secret, which makes it seem really small. But I know that, like, in a way, it's still really large. Take a look at that and then take a look at Shining Legends. Okay. 90 plus 180. Card list. Oh. Oh, you already pulled it up. 73 plus 5 secret is what it says. So that's a special set. What about uh, Hidden Fates? Hidden Fates, what was its hidden um, fate set? 68 was... plus one per, per Poke Elector. So they obviously are going to list it. And that's that's got to be wrong, the plus one part, because yeah. there's uh, what, one, six, eight gold cards that would be counted as at least um, yeah. secrets. But, anyways. Because I would think the shiny vault would be considered separate from the main set. That's how they did Hidden Fates. There was a separate vault. The shiny vault was part of it. Was the second set. Radiance Collection was a separate set when it came to generations. Right. There was the, you know, there was there's a separate part of it. But the thing is, it's right. It's still massive mm-hmm. in this. Yeah, because uh, I mean, uh, like this is Shining Legends, and I, I'd imagine where where this is wrong is more in the idea that like some of these have. Hollows and non or you know non hollows. Well, they they they, they have it split. So you're looking at Shining Legends 
Oh, I'm sorry. That's Shining Legends. Yeah, Shining Legends was um, was a small set. That was a small set. But I imagine those still doing... there's like different versions of this Venusaur and different versions. You know what I mean? Like the mm. hollow, non-hollow, reverse hollow. And like, because I know Obsidian Flames is a lot larger than this. And I know that there's, you know, reverse hollows and, and all that kind of stuff for a lot of these. So that's going to throw some of that into a loop too, like the, the numbers game. But again, yeah. even just from the idea that these are all uh, counted as individual arts, when you think about it, that's still crazy to think this is like 230 yeah. by itself. Right. Call um, me crazy. Call me what you want. Be nice in the comments, people. But for me, this is what a special set should fit in. Four card binder set. I should be able to put the entire set inside one of these binders, not have to buy two different binders of a regular size just to fit it. Yeah. That's 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 a, that's for a full set. That's that's fine. I'd understand that. But special sets well no. Cuz they're not normally used for play. Yeah. Um but anyways, yeah. We Don't can, put anyways me. I had stuff to say. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> we can uh we can move on to something else special if you'd rather. Um so that was Pikachu Van Gogh hype is back baby oh my god uh, I, didn't so get, the, I didn't get the regular hype so i mean i i got the hype i didn't get the card um no, but the, the netherlands will exclusively get another chance uh to get uh, the pikachu with gray felt hat promo card uh, it'll nice. be at participating stores if you spend uh 29.99 euros pounds whatever um whatever this is not us dollars uh yeah. on pokemon tcg products in a single transaction Participating stores are listed here. I'm not going to read them all because it means nothing to me. Um, good luck. This was a huge, uh, crazy thing back when it dropped in the other places uh, over like throughout Europe and stuff. So, you know, you really should read it, though, because remember, we do have people on audio that can't see the thing. So, oh, my God. All right. For anybody in the Netherlands that has a chance to go to these, you've got Inner Toys, Game Mania, Top One Toys, uh, Primera, Bruna, Media Market smith's toy superstores and various local game stores i assume that's not the name of the store <laughs> so um but yeah so this is going to be interesting i'm actually very interested in seeing how this goes mm. um just because like the videos we saw the crazy market stuff we saw mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was all really like wild and very like barbaric yeah um so that'll be interesting to see hopefully if you're over in the netherlands you can get your hands on one of these and hopefully the the stores over there have learned from what happened in all the Europe stores or whatever, and will uh, you know barbaric keep that it was stuff like Black under Friday back in the hood, man. Exactly. People were shooting each other. They were stabbing each other with oh, they light, didn't do all that. with rulers. There was definitely some have... some crazy fighting and stuff like awkwardly, which is wild. we do have listeners in the Netherlands, by the way. Which thank you guys in the Netherlands. However, you say that Netherlands. Do we really? Yes. Netherlands. Um, so yeah, hopefully you get a chance. Let us know if you uh, are going to try. It says, uh, it doesn't say specifically when it's coming. So I guess just check these stores you, if you're in the area. Hopefully they look at that and go, hmm, not again. Yeah. I mean, know. <laughs> not again. Uh, we're going to do heavy vetting, background checks, you know, all that kinds of stuff. Background checks, have, day. 
I mean, if people are beating each other up for stupid Pokemon cards, there's got to be something wrong with them. Um, I guess. Yeah. My, I mean, this is this is this was supposed to be a classy event. <laughs> he said classy. <laughs> I mean, come on, it's a museum. You would yeah. kind of think that's kind it's of a, it's a Pikachu in a top hat. I mean, come on. I mean, now. that's classy, bro. That's classy. I, uh, I mean, it's definitely not Trailer Park. No, <laughs> I mean, if, if, if they give me Pikachu with a mullet, then I, I'm for a full you know, barroom ball, yeah. ball type situation. Yeah. Like, let's have a roll. That would be worth it. it, you know. But for a Van Gogh, come on, people, have some class. Yeah, yeah. I say that with my hat like this. Yeah, yeah <laughs> my un, un uncombed beard. Yeah, that's right. Well, anyways, See me behind the scenes. Yeah, well, I'm wearing. I'm wearing. A, I'm always classy, and I'm actually wearing a tuxedo right now with a top hat. Man, and you were also had a Christmas tree in a. In a, in a yeah. and, uh, I did. I you know what? You know what? Prove it, Zen. Prove it. Yeah, I liked yeah. you better with your backgrounds. I don't have to prove anything <laughs> to anybody. Yeah. So it's Mike said. Yeah, yeah, that is what Mike said. Um. But yeah, that, that pretty much wraps up the news, unless you guys got any uh, last tidbits. Uh, Tron 3 is in production. Uh, Deadpool 3 has been pushed back to July. Uh, they finished uh, filming it, though, didn't they? They did They did finish filming it. Dogpool announced uh, that it was done. Dogpool is looking pretty awesome. Really ugly. Um, they also... Today, it was officially announced that Jim Carrey is returning for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. No way. Mr. I'm retiring is coming back. It's funny when they dangle that money in front of these guys, you know, it's like, mm, here you go. How about we give you all this cash? And it's like, oh, yeah, I'll be back. I'm pretty sure he had fun in the role and was just like, you know what? I'm Why sure. not? I'm sure he did. Yeah. That looked like a fun role. Yeah. Yeah, Sonic, dude. Whoa. Whoa. You red just is, got really red, red there. Not good. Red is not good. That is like driving the anger of all of our audience to go and riot their particular zones. Blue, blue is blue and purples are the best for uh, for camera. You should just go with just shades of black. Oof, don't do that. Don't like do that. this. Yeah. Just shades of black. Just shades yeah. of black. Very dark grays. Just be in the dark. Yeah. Well, I guess we can move into pickups of the week. Do we have um, any? I mean, I got some. Ooh, nice. Um, all right, Sudo, do you have any to show? I picked up this big bag of nerds gummy clusters for six twenty-five on the clearance. And then they I have this on. on uh, are they expired? I have this half-eaten box of uh, biscuits. Pop poppies. Popeyes, nice. But hey, they're hey. Uh, let me tell you, their uh, their wings are pretty good. The you heard it here first. Popeyes wings. Yeah, the only downside is that they're like breaded, but it's got like you know that Popeyes breading or whatever. But um, mm. I usually like my wings unbreaded, but these are pretty good for breaded. We got ourselves a uh, the new Burger King Whopper mm -hmm. candied bacon burger. It's got a garlic aioli with uh, some um, candied onions. And I'm gonna be like, mm. hell yeah, brother! Garlic aioli, wow, that's that's like an elevated burger. M mm -hmm. Mind you, this has been sitting out this whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's cold by this point. It's good. It's really good. Would it be better if it was warm? Probably. Yeah. But somebody had to do tech support. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, we also did a whole episode that you yeah. would have been waiting for regardless. So, yeah, true. Yeah. So, uh, so that burger's actually been out for what, like two and a half hours almost? Yeah, long enough. Mm, like that... about an hour and 12 minutes, bro. No, well, no. Because the we tech support on, happened. We so. jumped on at like what, seven? So it's been out since seven. Well, he got on a little after seven. It was like he 7 did, 20 or so. Yeah, it's, so. It's approaching two hours for sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, while Sudon's trying that, I'm going to try this uh, alligator Buffalo Bob's beef jerky. No, alligator. Is it, is it real alligator? It says alligator with beef and pork, and it's barbecue flavored. So that's kind of disappointing a little bit because it's going to kill the flavor. But pretty good, though. Kind of crunchy. Um, I mean, it's jerky, so it's like stiff. But I mean, is it better than a Slim Jim? Yeah. Is it better, I mean, they're gonna is it better than regular jerky? Um, some jerky, not all jerky. You know, is there? I've kind of grown out of the, like the flat jerkies, kind of the more of the tougher jerkies. I don't know if that's because I get the old people teeth going on, but I like I like, to... uh, I like softer jerkies. Person. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's a little softer. Like once you're actually eating it, yeah, it's just like biting into it's a little hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I do have I like one actual pickup though. I got the uh, pearlescent Lucario. Oh, I did buy okay. two of these actually, and it was funny. I immediately um, I posted them, and then Dark Rocket Dad had reached out to me and was like, "Hey, dude, I missed getting the drop. Would you uh, be willing to trade me?" And I was like, "Yeah." So we made a trade, and he's sending me um, some cards mm. or card. So pretty cool. Uh, shout out to him for that. Dark uh, Rocket Dad is a is a genuinely <clears throat> cool dude. That's why I like buying multiples of these things whenever I can for the sake of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I think aside from Mav, he's the only other PokeTuber I've met in person. Hmm. And um, he's tall. Like, he was way taller than me. Like, way I taller mean, than so Mav. Was Mav. Mav and I are the Mav? same tall. <laughs> same so, tall. <laughs> same tall. <laughs> but. <laughs> no. And then uh, oh. Zen's pickups. He's got this awesome background he picked up from uh, Shay. Yeah, I don't know. Shay. Shay. Something or another, fashion so, designs. I also got this. How do you get small again? Oh, there you go. This is the light you guys are seeing in the background. Uh, I was like, "Did you buy a lightsaber?" I got really excited for a second there. Then I'm like, "Oh wait, no, no." That's why I got this remote. And we're gonna so put all our people, all kinds of stuff. But anyways, yeah, I got this for whenever I do stream and like this stuff. I feel like it'll make a cooler background. As far as like the colors and stuff, so it'd be really cool if you could do it up underneath. He's frozen in my face. There he goes. Well, well, I mean, no, up underneath, like kind of illuminating more of your collection because some of your collection gets lost in that like little corner there. No. But I mean, if you got rid of that door, that crooked door, move stuff over maybe a little bit. Well, um, at least I got the Charizard. On display now. Yeah, that's a good addition. Yeah, but oh, I'm still waiting for you to send me that Cyndaquil. I mean, it's been about three years since you said you would. I don't know that I said I would. You're like, yeah, you can have that one. Then you're all like, I said no. You got to show me the clip. Show me the clip where he's where I said you could have it. It's probably on one of your live streams. So find it. No, it's too much work. <laughs> oh, okay, I guess you don't want it that bad then. I don't know. I'll get it. <laughs> you could literally buy it. At this point, you could have bought it. 
I'll get it. Well, I like how he went. He went with his beard. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yours. Ah, thanks. Um, I suppose that wraps it up for us. Uh, Make sure to leave us a comment on your opinions with the MetaZoo stuff and all the other stuff we talked about. The Van Gogh thing—that's kind of a random, thrown out there type of deal. Not sure why Pokemon's randomly doing that one, but maybe some other chance to get some. Share this out to your friends, your Mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. Go on your work email. Put this link in there and do a <laughs> one of the big things. Send it. Send it. Send it to all. Yeah, send it to all of Enterprise. Yeah. Oh my god, um, that would be amazing. It would, it would, it would be. It would be. It would, be it would. It would be amazing, and then we would get a lot of new uh, viewers and all that stuff. So, if we get to the if we get to ten thousand subs, I know we're not even at a thousand, but I'm just no. putting a crazy number out there. If we get yeah. to ten thousand subs by the end of this month, February 2024, wow. Sudan will shave his eyebrows. Yeah. For sure. I will shave my eyebrows if we get to 10,000 subs by the end of February 2024. Yeah. No fingers crossed. No 100%. I guarantee you I will happily shave off my eyebrows if they send us that 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 YouTube. We have to get that 10,000 subscribers black from YouTube. I don't think they do I will black. happily Yeah, I don't think they do that anymore. I will happily shave no, off what you my should eyebrows do. in the mirror in it. You should do a, uh, a, a waxing. Just rip it off. Yeah, that would be an awesome live stream too. Why? Why are you out to hurt? I don't know. know. It's better that way. All I know is next week's episode is gonna be awesome. Why? Because we're gonna predict the future. Because we're gonna talk about Star Wars TCG. Yeah, sounds gross. Yeah, that sounds good. Star Wars is awesome, even though Zen hates Star Wars. I don't hate Star Wars. I hate Disney's Star Wars. Let's, let's Star be... Wars? No, it's not. Let's then be... is Eric Cartman, and if you know, you know. Disney's Star Wars sucks. <laughs> he doesn't have enough cred. Yeah, he needs more cred in his life. He needs Logan well, Ledouche to give him some cred. Alright, guys. We'll All see right. you guys in the next episode. Unless there's crazy news throughout the week, we might do another random news update. But in we the meantime, you never offer. know what's gonna Peace happen. Peace out. Love you all. Hope you don't die from that burger that's been sitting out. Yeah, Whopper.